Arizona did play its best game against Purdue, but there's obviously some very correctable issues, and we're going to do a look ahead and an individual breakdown of what we know this far, but let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. This is uh, brought to you by Prize Picks, prizepicks.com slash locked on college. All right. Now, Arizona, obviously, as we talked about yesterday, did not play its best game of the season against Purdue. But oh, the reason I am not sweating and nobody should sweat is a lot of these issues are correctable. Um, first, the lack of effort. That is correctable. Again, it's not something that you want to deal with for sure, but it's definitely something that's correctable mainly because Arizona just did not, uh, especially in the first half, Arizona did not look like it was trying the hardest. And there was a uh, there was a sequence where it was like three or four straight turnovers for Arizona, which we're going to get to the turnovers in a second. But it was a uh, it was kind of a uh, kind of a comedy of errors in that you were leaving lawyer open for threes. And again, these weren't threes where you're having to work off five screens or a lot of these threes where he was just open and you gave him the wide open shot. Um, that can't happen. I mean, it's it's really that simple. That can't happen. And that happened for almost the entire first half. And it bled in into the second half. Listen, when two players outside of Zach Eady both go for 25 plus, that's a problem. Again, these dudes are good, but these are still more like 12, 13 point per game scores, not 30 point per game scores. That was an issue for the U of A. And um, that's something that obviously needs to be corrected. But again, I do look at that as a little bit. I do look at that as correctable. This wasn't a physical issue. Like last year's team, there were some physical uh, problems that they had and that you didn't have players that could get into the paint. And you didn't really have great defenders. Kirk Creasa, not a great defender. Uh, like to talk a lot about it. But, you know, Ramey, we thought would be a great defender. Wasn't that either. Um, this year's team, though, is uh, they've got all the physical tools. And I think that's why it's frustrating, but not uh, dis- uh, but not disheartening that um, because these issues can be fixed. Again, you got to give you got to be able to give a full effort there. And again, Arizona was coming into this game rolling, so maybe it needed a little bit of a wake-up call. And if this is what it needed for the wake-up call, then so be it. Totally okay with that. Um, But Arizona certainly um, did not uh, bring its best effort, and that is is an issue. Um, Then the other thing, turnovers. Um, Listen, the turnovers are going to be part of the Tommy Lloyd era, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. When you play as fast as Arizona does, when you get have the freedom that uh, he allows his players to play with, turnovers are going to be a fact of life. Again, it's not ideal, but when you're playing games in the 90s, when you're going to have a, more possessions, it's going to be different. You know, Sean Miller always talked about, what, 12 turnovers? Well, Tommy Lloyd plays a lot faster than Sean Miller. And not only does he play a lot faster than Sean Miller, He's going to give his players some more freedom. So turnovers are going to be part of it. But I think you hope that you can keep those limited. And if you can keep them limited, then you're going to be in a better spot, obviously. Um, 
And then I think some of the other stuff too is just, and we'll get to this in the individual, is just some of the performances that we saw. Um, you know, uh, Kylan Boswell did not play well. I mean, there's, and again, we'll get to, we'll get to that a little bit later, but, um, and I would like to see, I think some of the uh, rotations and some of the uh, subbing in and out, I thought Arizona could have probably done a little bit better job of, um, excuse me. Uh, like I said, you know, I thought with, uh, with Jaden Bradley, maybe that was a little bit of a learning experience. I don't know, but when Bradley came in defensively, he was causing problems and KJ Lewis was kind of the same way. They were causing problems, and when they were not, uh, and then when they were taken out of the game, it went right back to where it was before. Um, that is something of a uh, of a concern. But again, listen, Tommy Lloyd's an A plus coach. Uh, he's forgotten more basketball than we'll all know. Um, so I don't worry a ton about that. But I also do think that it's an, a fair point that you know when uh, when you've got a when you've got a lineup that's cooking, keep them in there. Keep them in there because I think that's where you, uh, I think that's where it's, uh, I think it's important to be able to do that. Um, those are some correct, those are some correctable issues. And again, the, uh, the style of, uh, and the other thing too, kind of the game set of our game mentality of going to Umar Ballo three straight times down the stretch when you need buckets and you got Caleb Love cooking right there. That to me is something that never made a lot of sense. I would like to see Arizona not do that in the future. How about that? Um, but overall, um, Arizona I, I was still in a position to possibly win this game while not playing its best. That shows you, too, again, the margin for error this team has. You know, another thing as well, Pella Larson um, has been a very good basketball player. But one of the things that he has not been, that, that he has had problems with in the past are weird turnovers at weird times where he doesn't look like he's fully engaged that reared its head against uh, that reared its head against Purdue. And that's something that Arizona just can't have. Um, you know, Pell Larson's too good of a basketball player to be uh, to be throwing the ball at Umar Ballo's feet or to try to be dribbling in the open court. Again, can't really dribble the ball very well. So you got to keep that in mind that um, uh that I think is correctable. But again, with Pella, it's also just knowing what your strengths, knowing what your limitations are. Some of your limitations in there are, um, you know, again, not really a playmaker with the ball in the hand. That's, you know, that's okay. But again, he's been fantastic all season, one-off game, whatever. Um, if it continues, then maybe you start worrying a little bit about, are you kind of regressing? Uh, but I don't know that there's really any reason to worry about that at this point. All right. Now, uh, uh, but sometimes a loss can be a good thing, though, because it also shows you that you're not quite as good as maybe you, uh, you know, you thought you were. Now, again, I think this is clearly the best team in the country. They didn't play like it against Purdue. And keep in mind for all the people out there, this was essentially a home game for Purdue. So you've got to keep that in mind as well. Um, but Arizona, I do still believe is the best team. These are correctable issues. I believe they have the biggest margin for error as well, because, again, Arizona did not play its best game and almost came out of there with a victory. Um, well, not almost came out of there, but they made the game closer than it should be. And a big part of that, obviously, was Keyshawn Johnson and Caleb Love. Both those dudes balled out. But there's really no time to waste, though, because you've got two more huge games coming up here. And uh, we're going to talk about that on the other side. But first, eBay Motors. All right, eBay Motors, my friends. 
here's the deal with eBay Motors. We all know that at some time, some time in the game, um, everybody's kind of been fleeced for a car or uh, car parts. You're like, wait a second, why this doesn't feel like this should be this expensive? But you're having to take some guy's word for it that you don't really trust, or whatever the case may be. eBay Motors cuts out the middleman. The right parts, the right fit, the right price is eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, my friends, only available to U.S. customers. eBayMotors.com. Check it out again. The right part, the right fits, the right prices. Um, this is, again, this is kind of the wave of the future. I think way too many people are spending time trying to look for uh, object or trying to look for uh, parts that are uh, trusting somebody and you're probably losing out a couple hundred bucks. Why not do that yourself and then go find the mechanic that you trust, ebaymotors.com. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Loop. All right, now I look ahead because you got uh, two more big games coming up and then you got the Pac-12 schedule, which is essentially poo. But a big, uh, you got Alabama coming, you got Alabama coming up on Wednesday. Alabama is going to be an interesting test for Arizona because Alabama is very athletic. It's not nearly as good as last year's team. Losing Brandon Miller, Brandon Miller, and uh, uh, some of the players you lost, that's obviously a problem uh, for Alabama. Is why they're not as good. But they are long and they are athletic. I am cur- I've been curious all season to see Arizona against a long athletic team. Um, a team like in Arkansas, a team like in Alabama that is just – you know, that is just, like I said, big and physical. I've been wanting, I wanted to see that for quite a while. We're going to get to see that. We're going to get to see that this week, uh, this Wednesday. And honestly, um, they played Purdue tough. Uh, but the problem, the thing with Alabama, where I'm very curious to see how this uh, stacks out is the, uh, what Arizona does with, uh, against a team that doesn't play defense. Alabama does not play defense. That's why Arizona should be able to win this game, in my opinion. But take it for what it's worth. I thought Arizona would beat Purdue. But Arizona should uh, – but Alabama does not really play defense, and that is something that I think Arizona can take advantage of. I certainly hope Arizona takes advantage of that um, because, listen, when you've got guys that can score in the manner in which we have, that is a um, – that is definitely a uh, – you know, something that you could you could take advantage of. And I think with uh, Caleb Love, the way that he can get to the basket, I think with the way that Arizona can rebound, um, and I'd like to see a bounce back game from uh, uh, um, excuse me, Kylan Boswell. And we're going to get to all the player breakdowns, player expectations here in a minute. But uh, Alabama is going to be a nice little test. And again, it's essentially a home court game for Arizona, kind of like it was for Purdue this week. So. I expect Arizona to have a very nice, uh, very nice uh, fan base there, and I expect Arizona to play. Uh, I expect Arizona to play very well. Um, then, when it comes to uh, FAU, Florida Atlantic, um, Florida Atlantic, for my money, has as good a guards as there are in the country. And if they aren't the best guards in the country, they are right up there. It is a very, very good team. And again. You know, when you're coming off a of Final Four and you return almost everybody, uh, they've got a lot of uh, they got a lot of um, you know experience in there. And again, it's just a good uh, it's just a good thing to have. 
Um, but I do think that Arizona is in a really, I think Arizona is in a good spot here because you're going to get two different types of teams. You're going to get a long and athletic team against Alabama. Then you're going to get a guard oriented team with a ton of experience in Florida Atlantic. And you need that because as we've talked about the PAC 12 stinks, um, looking right now, uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe Utah's the second best team. I don't know. Uh, Colorado, USC is really struggling. This is either way, this is an awful conference for basketball. And that's going to not obviously be the case next year for Arizona in the Big 12. But in the Pac-12, this is not a good basketball conference. So you're not going to get tested a lot. I thought before the season that Oregon could be that team. But the problem with Oregon is the injuries. If you don't have Infali Dante out, if you don't have uh, uh, Nate Biddle, all of a sudden, your height, your big uh, advantages, those are all those are all kind of taken by the wayside. And while they have some good players like a Jackson Shellstad that they haven't had in recent years, it's not a it's not an ideal situation. USC is just kind of disjointed. I do believe that at some point they're going to get there and they will be the second best team in the conference. They got a lot of talent, Isaiah Collier, Boogie Ellis, but. As much as I like Andy Enfield, I don't know that you ever look at Andy Enfield and say that that's a, uh, you know, a next level tactician. I think it's more of a, well, let's just kind of go out there. Um, but a lot of this though, too, is because Arizona's got superior, uh, Arizona's just got superior players um, and superior players across the board. And let's talk about those a little bit. First, you got to talk about Caleb Love. Um, listen, Love's been everything that I think Arizona fans were hoping he would be. Um, he's bought into the system clearly. And by buying into the system, he's been, uh, he's been somebody that's been able to get to the basket. He's been able to finish plays and he has been someone that's been lighting up the scoreboard. I mean, he is, he has just been a very, very good basketball player for the university of Arizona. And, uh, again, you gotta, you gotta give him a lot of kudos for that because, um, you know, like I said, a lot of people were concerned about it, but he's been that big game dude. When Arizona is uh, when Arizona's in a tough spot this season, uh, going down the stretch, um, in years past or last year, you didn't really know who that guy would be. It was kind of Courtney Ramey. This year, it's Caleb Love, and it's going to always be Caleb Love. He wants the ball, and that's something like we talked about. You either have or you don't. You can't really, you can't really um, train for a situation like that. You either have the ball or, or you either have the uh, want the ball or you don't. Caleb Love has been that dude. He has been a leader. Um, he's played good defense. And the assist-to-turnover ratio has been absolutely fantastic as well. Um, he is, uh, like I said, he's bought in. And that's big kudos to him. That's big kudos for Tommy Lloyd as well for seeing that, you know, this is a player that I can certainly work with. Then he shot Johnson. Um, you know, Jack Murphy was on the show earlier this year. And uh, Jack Murphy talked about that he thought Keyshaw Johnson was an NBA player. I didn't necessarily see it. I don't, still don't know if I do, but man, he is, he's a next level guy um, from an athleticism, from a, from an athleticism, from a strength. He reminds me a lot of Aaron Gordon. Now, again, he's not as good as Aaron Gordon. I'm not saying that, um, but from a, he can guard one through five. He's uber athletic. He can finish around the basket and the three point shot. Tommy, the Tommy gun said, all right, we're going to let you shoot some threes. He's been able to uh, maximize those. So again, Keyshaw Johnson, very, very good stuff. And um, again, 
just a case of where, you know, uh, you can see other players thrive in different styles has been uh, something that I think Arizona can certainly take, uh, can certainly take advantage of. And again, Keyshawn's been that dude. It'll be interesting to see if it can continue, but I don't think there's any indication to believe that these aren't the two best players on the team. Um, and then after that, uh, then, then, so those are your two stars. Then after that, I think you got a bunch of role players, but they're very high level role players, which we're going to talk about on the other side. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now we talked about Caleb Love and Keyshawn Johnson. These are your two stars. Talked about the team games coming up. Now let's talk about some of the other guys in the starting lineup and then some of the dudes on the bench. Umar Ballo. Umar Ballo, I was probably a little too hard on against uh, Zach Eady. Um, the problem with Umar is he's just heavy-handed. He's heavy-footed. There's no real quick twitch to Umar in that Umar is going to be very much point A to point B, and that can limit you at times, and it obviously does. Um, but again, he's still a good player, can finish around the hoop, can dunk, has caught a bunch of oops. And honestly, I thought he did a pretty good job on Zach Eady. I can't really hate on anything Umar did in that game. But again, he's always going to be somewhat limited. And you can't really just throw the ball into Umar and say, go get us a bucket. That's that's not really where Umar uh, Ballos, um, that's not really his bailiwick. Um, and you saw that against Purdue. So you're always going to be uh, always going to be limited to a certain degree in that regard. Kylan Boswell has been interesting because Kylan has come back athletically and he has looked different. He's got the step back. He's been able to uh, get the little pull up, but he's also kind of faded in games towards the end. And I think that's kind of a confusing thing because I think, uh, at least for me, it didn't feel like that was going to be the case for this year's team. Um, I thought he would be somebody that would be, you know, really dependable down the stretch. And again, there's a lot of basketball to be played, but so far he's not really been that dude. He's kind of been a guy that is uh, kind of faded down the stretch in games. Um, but Caleb, that, a lot of that might also be because Caleb Love is the one that wants that ball. But Boswell has been good. But again, I don't necessarily see the NBA thing, the people of it, you know, the, the camp keeps pushing out there. Uh, Pella Larson. Uh, Pella has been overall very, very good this year. Pella has been an A. Pella has been, uh, you know, from uh, defense to finishing around the hoop, to making threes, he's been very, very good. Um, and not only has he been very good, he has been, um, he's been a dude who has been able to, um, he's been a guy that, uh, like I said, he's just been able to maximize everything he's had while limiting some of the uh, other issues. Now, uh, in the past, the one, a couple things that would always rear their head would be odd turnovers at odd moments where it doesn't look like he's really paying attention or whatever the case may be, but it's always, but it's been odd and it's been certainly an issue in the past. That certainly reared its head against, uh, against uh, Purdue in that, um, you know, some, some really bad turnovers. And when Pella commits turnovers, they're almost always pick sixes back the other way. Um, and, uh, and the other thing too, don't dribble. You're not a good ball handler. It's okay. Um, you do a lot of things very, very well. Ball handling will never be one of those. That's why I don't believe it'll play in the NBA. I could be wrong, but, and again, I know three and D is a thing, obviously, but I don't know that, that, I don't know that his shot is from NBA range along with, I, I just don't necessarily see it. We'll see though. Um, but uh, just uh, like I said, but that's, that's been one game. Other than that, he's been fantastic all season. So, you know, but again, 
there are some limitations. All three of the guys are very, very high role, level role players, all conference caliber type players. But again, not really stars. The two stars on the team are obviously Caleb Love and Keyshawn Johnson. Um, then off the bench, uh, KJ Lewis, um, I think he's a year away from being a lottery pick. Um, very strong, athletic, just got to get the shot down and uh, improve the ball handling a little bit. But there is a lot to like with KJ. KJ is kind of an alien. Um, like I said, I think KJ Lewis was a massive missy valve by the recruiting services. And um, but again, he's young, still can't really shoot, not a great hit ball handler. Um, so again, there's going to be some limitations there. Jaden Bradley defensively, I love what Jaden Bradley brings. As a matter of fact, I'd like to see Jaden Bradley start getting the ball more. The problem, though, I think, which uh, is that offensively, it's still a work in progress, and that's something that I think Arizona's got to keep working on. Kind of like with the uh, KJ Lewis, not a great shooter, so you got to certainly keep that in mind when you're looking at stuff. Um, now, and then Mount Crevis. Love Mount Crevis. I would love to see Mount Crevis play more, not less. Um, I think that there is an upside level with Mount Crevis that uh, Umar Ballo, leader of men, does not possess. But again, uh, Tommy Lloyd obviously doesn't feel like he's there yet, especially late in games. They're keeping Umar in there, and they're not putting in uh, uh, Crevis. Um, I'd like to see that change a little bit, mainly because Umar can't shoot free throws, and I think Crevis can, uh, can continue to develop. But overall... Uh, this is still a loaded team. This is a team that uh, can, is going to win a lot of games. And not only are they going to win a lot of games, um, they're going to be a one seed out West, barring some significant injury. But there's going to be two dudes that are going to put this team on their back. And then all the other players are going to be kind of not along for the ride because they're all significant contributors. But there's going to be hit or misses and highs and lows. Okay. Now, we've uh, we got to talk a little bit of Arizona football. we got the Alamo Bowl coming up uh, uh, and – You've got a lot of recruiting news that we need to get to as well. A lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff on the horizon, a lot of stuff on the agenda. But as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke.